What's up, y'all? This is Byron Kennedy, and this is my podcast, Hot Chicken and Cage-Free Conversation. I worked in the radio business for a while, and then I moved over to the record business for a while, and then I just got done with corporate America. So I did what anybody else would do when they're uninspired and tired of the bullshit. I decided to become a stand-up comedian. And when you're a stand-up comedian, apparently you have to have a podcast because that's what the world needs is another podcast. So here's mine. Hot Chicken and Cage-Free Conversation with Jimmy Allen. All right, y'all. Sitting here with my friend, country star Jimmy Allen. And I don't even know, man, at this point, it's like, do I call you country star or just everything star? Like, dude, you are everywhere right now. I, I wouldn't even use the word star. I would just say I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> You're busy, I'm doing yeah. a lot of stuff. But yeah. people don't know. No, people know how we started off together. Byron was, uh, he was actually at another label. He was at BMG, but you were at a wheelhouse at the time. And I remember right when I signed, I think uh, the head of the label, Loba, played you my stuff. Oh, you were on Broken Bow. Yeah, I was on Broken Bow. And I Bo. was on Stony. Yeah. No, you were on Wilhelm. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. God, you have a better memory about me. Hey, man, I can't. Yeah. I okay. care about you more than you care about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone does. Thank you. That's right. I, I totally blacked out the part where I was a regional. Because if yeah. you've ever been a regional, you'd understand why I, I erased that. And So in my mind, I went right to when I was the VP. Okay, you're right. Yeah. My bad. All right. Yeah, so you were over there. I remember... Uh, John talked about moving you to be the head of Stony Creek. Right, right. And then you were like, I want that. He plays yeah. my music. You want that. So the head of the label sends me this music because I was in radio for 20 years. And he goes, hey, man, um, put, your, put your radio hat on and listen to this music. I didn't know who it was. I, I knew nothing about it. He didn't tell me the guy's name, nothing. Just sent me some tracks. And, and give you a picture or nothing? No, no picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I get this music. And I just text John back, and I'm like, "Who? Is, whose music is this? And he starts to laugh. He's like, yeah, this is Jimmy Allen, man. This is this kid I signed. I'm really excited about it. And I go, I have to have him. I got to have him. I'm, 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 when you move me over to, to run Stoney, I, I, I want this to be the first project I have. And I like, said, I need him. And he goes, well, I already put him on, on, uh, on Broken Bow. And I said, John. And he, so when I got back to Nashville, he goes, dude, I love your passion for Jimmy's music and for Jimmy, he said, I'll tell you what, why don't you guys go have a beer, have something to eat, talk about it, see if you click. You remember that? And we went over, uh, uh, we went somewhere, sat down, and um, Jimmy's like, hey, man, you're new to the, to the VP world. This is my first, my first single going out, man. Like, he's like, I just want to roll the dice with we you. We both got something to prove. Yes. He's like, we both have something to prove. Uh, and he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll ride with you. And I was like. Really? Like, I'd never worked a record before. This dude had that kind of faith in me. Then I was adamant that Best Shot was one of the greatest songs I'd ever heard. and Because uh, a few other people were, like, trying to go with Blue Jean Baby. You're like, yeah. nah, nah, nah. they want tempo all yeah. the time. Nah, they it's, want it's tempo. A, if it's a good song, it's a good song. Yeah, I mean, you do. Two things. If it's a good song and you're good at your job. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and you're right, though. A hit will generally find its way to the top yeah. if it's a big hit. And I think that album was stacked with hits, so I think we could have... Probably went with Blue Jay. We could have went with a lot of songs yeah. on that record, man. I still think that record was yeah. full of singles. But At it some takes point, so I want to go back to All Tractors Ain't Green. Probably like three singles from now, I'm going back to it. I think you should. I think that's yeah. a career record for yeah, real. Yeah, I love that song. So we, we, we rolled with uh, Best Shot, man. And that thing, 
we broke a 17-year-old airplay with uh, record, a 17-year-old record, airplay record with that. Uh, Blake Shelton held, held it. I think it was with the, Austin. Yeah, yeah. It was the first time a single had spent two weeks at Billboard, fell out, and then went back in for a yeah. third week. First time that a uh, black country singer's mm. debut single went number one, yeah. right? So we wrote history on that. Yeah, thing. man, we did. Bro, and then your follow-up single goes number one, yeah. and we still ain't had a party. We still ain't had a number one party. Uh, you want to have a number one party right now? I want to do a shot. Can, we, can we do a shot or we're something? We're about to do a shot. A Patron, chilled. Yeah, we're going to celebrate Make Me Want To. Yeah, they're yeah, not we never, to you, So Jimmy and I, so his second single went number one, and then all hell broke loose with the, with the, the pandemic. Yeah, the we bid. never got to have our party. We never got to have our celebration. Marcus just had to be. We're doing it right now, so we're going to do a shot. Man, I've been wanting to ask you about... Uh, Steve Harvey, man, he's like one of my favorite uh, comedians, and dude, I've seen you've been with him a lot. Dude, we did. Um, is he is he everything yeah. that he seems like he is yep. in real life? He's cool. He's funny. Because I remember on the show when I did the talk show, we didn't really get a chance to like hang out. But then when I went back and did Family Feud, Steve was funny. I tell people there's a there's a a Family Feud Steve you see, and then when the commercial hit, you get Kings of Comedy. Yeah, Steve Harvey, like, but he's deep and his motive, he is deep, his speeches, bro. man. Motive, he mixes comedy with inspiration and motivational speaking and all that so i don't know if you know this a few i've told a few people this so have you ever seen the steve harvey video jump you have to jump i don't know if i've seen that one he did like this motivational speech at uh family feud talking to the crowd it's it's all over youtube and he's telling people people you cannot just exist in this life yeah you, you know, if you're getting up, going to work, going to a job every day that you hate, that is not living, man. You yeah. need to jump. You need to take a chance. And so when I saw that video, while I was watching that video, I knew that video was changing my life. It spoke to me, man. And that's why I left my radio job. I left that radio career after 20 years. Yeah. was just because of Steve Harvey's wow. jump video, man. It, it was so deep. I'm such a fan. Dude, I'm glad you did. Because I remember when we were on radio tour. I was like, dude, you should be doing comedy. Yeah, because I, I feel like people live life too safe, bro. That's true. This man like, did tell me a lot. I was like, I, you need to do it because like, you're funny. You don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> you say what you want to say, and that's how. Much like you, yeah. I feel like that's how life's supposed to be. I'm not holding in nothing. No, it's not my job to make people like me. It's my job to be myself. I and then whoever's supposed to like you will like you. You know, that's a fact. And you're pretty damn good at being yourself, and I, I respect you a ton for that. Okay, There's we're gonna. Shots. We're gonna, yeah. We we broke a record with his second single, by the way. We, we 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 broke a record for the longest climb to the top of the charts, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We were like fifty-eight weeks number one. Like, Jimmy called me up. He'd be like, "Hey, man, did y'all just quit working over there? Like, what are y'all what are y'all doing, man?" I'm like, Jimmy. Like, I'm like, it ain't my fault. Cheers. Blame John Lobit. Cheers, man. Congrats, bro. Thank Congrats you, man. To you Thanks. Too. Cheers. Oh yeah. Wow. Drinks are flowing. <laughs> Me and this man spent three months on a tour bus together. Mm. Three months when he did his radio tour before we released the single. Well, let me tell you about this guy. So, it's Byron's uh, birthday, right? Oh, hell. I had a feeling this might come up. So, we were on the bus, and yeah, I would always stop to get something crazy. So, I needed some more. I didn't need almond milk. I just said, I said, hey, let's go to the store. Let me get some almond milk. Byron, like, you got almond milk in the refrigerator. I was like, Byron, I got it. I got it. Well, go. We got to set it up, though. We got to set it up. For the week before that, or the two weeks, or the three weeks before that, Jimmy always needs to stop. He always needs something. He always needs to get off the bus. He's always got to, you know, I got to go to the store. I got to do this. I got to do that. And so I'm like, come on, Jimmy. But, you know, like he said earlier, and Jimmy just pretty much, you ain't going to tell him what to do. Jimmy's going to do Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy is going to do Jimmy from day one. 
Oh, Trust me on that. So <laughs> Jimmy was doing Jimmy, and at some sometimes we we don't have time for Jimmy to do Jimmy. Yeah. And when and, Byron gets irritated, boy, he gets irritated, and his little hair, that crazy hair, boy, he gets. Yeah. Like, so anyway, on my birthday, he was insisting that we stop, and yeah. I wanted to get to the radio station. So anyway, I wanted to like give the little bit yeah. of the backstory. So I was insisting we stop because we had something planned for Byron. Me and Matt went in, we got him a cake, we got him some balloons. And then, like, we're in the store like five minutes, and Matt, who's my, who's my West Coast radio rep, he's like, Byron's about to call. He's like, yeah, yeah. So, Byron, we get, we're walking on the bus. What are y'all doing? And we got the cake and the balloons and stuff. He's like, oh. I was blowing them. I was texting Matt, and I'm like, man, get your ass up. Man, what the fuck are you guys doing in there, man? Come on. Like, y'all wasting time again. What does Jimmy need now? He's got plenty of mail. You know, I was, like, blowing Matt up, pissed off. And then they walk on the bus with a birthday cake and balloons. Yeah. And I felt like the biggest asshole. <laughs> and Jimmy gives we me a big hug. Birthday, He's like, bro. hey, man, I wanted to get you a birthday cake. Heck and yeah. then I was like, I felt like the biggest piece of shit. They had me, though. They had me fooled. And I, and what you don't know, I think you know this because you know me. The whole time you guys were in that store, I was cursing your ass. Oh, I know you were. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> I can only imagine. I was cursing Look you. Look at Tate. Jimmy's bass player Tate just showed up. Get get over here, Tate. Come Yo, make Tate, an appearance. Come get over here and appearance, make an appearance. It's good to see you, brother. Dude, dude, Jimmy said, Yo, dude, I live like Tate, look at the camera. Look at the camera. Look at the camera. Say hi. Tate's the man. <laughs> Your mom gonna see that. What? Your mom gonna see that. Hi, mom. <laughs> hey, we, we were just this dude's a beast, man. We were just talking about radio tour, man. When we got him the birthday cake and he was pissed you off. Remember when I was, when I was cursing Jimmy for going to the store and then he came back with a cake of balloons. <laughs> I was worried about Byron Kennedy if he wasn't cussing somebody, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I did. Something wrong. Just join us, bro. Yeah, I love this down. dude. I love this dude. Come on, Tate. We're unscripted here. This is cage-free conversation. Like you just it. yeah. So there, you know, you didn't even come. I like my podcast like I like my chicken, baby. Yeah, that's right. So make sure that camera don't get any up short pictures. Cause <laughs> I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> yeah, he don't want nobody to see his little weeder wand. <laughs> Things haven't changed this radio tour. I see. Still not wearing drawers. Him, still Josh, not. and Seth still sleeping in the bed together. <laughs> yeah. we, I, listen, man, those three months, I stayed on that bus the whole time. Whole time. You were going crazy. It was, we, we covered, I think, I think, if I remember correctly, we did 43 states in yes. three months. Yes. I think we hit 43 of them. We had some fun, didn't we? And we, oh my God. God, we had some fun. <laughs> the man. fun was when we went to that bowling alley, and then B Dub ordered ate half that big old. That uh, was my birthday sub, too, your birthday right? in Denver. Hey, we I just remember. I just remember tag. y'all would y'all would go to some fancy dinner. <laughs> we'd go to fancy dinners and leave you at the bus. <laughs> well, we'd leave us on the bus, but like Byron would come in the back where we were hanging out, and he'd hand us the card and be like, "And, and y'all go you get sons sushi. of bitches, <laughs> go get some sushi." <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, let me tell you the real story. They would always be like, "Hey." Can we get the card to go eat? Because the band. <laughs> bro, see, bro. It, so when you're out on radio tour, it's all about Jimmy, right? And we so the, the poor we band. Just like, off. Yeah, we were so, yeah the, they were broke. So they had a per diem. They could each have $25 a day, which that's not a lot of money to eat on it's for a grown not man. Not in LA. You, can't, in LA, in LA. you can't even do laundry with $25. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'd go to the fancy dinners with Jimmy and the radio people, right? And then I'd go to the bus to the band and I'd give them my credit card. And I'd Savior. say, all right, man, go get some sushi, but don't forget, $25 each and there's one for you. So, you know, checks are supposed to be $100. Man, 
<laughs> every time I get back on the bus, Tate would be like, hey, man, takes a lot, man. Here's your receipt. I'd look at it and be like, $400, dollars I'd be like, what the hell? Man, we're in L.A., bro. Sushi is expensive, man. man. I'd always say. It's a $25 cover to get to the restaurant. Yeah, I'm just talking yeah, about. Here was my like, thing. He didn't even spend $500, man. Yeah. Jimmy. Oh, bullshit. Here's my, here was my thing. Jimmy, I went to those dinners a couple times, and Jimmy ordered every one of the appetizers of oh, the Oh, no, you're right about that. And then wouldn't eat it. And I'd be like. Bobby, you getting on us? We ate every bite of our shit. Like Jimmy did. We t- ate every bite of our shit. Jimmy touch up. that crab dip. I grew up broke, man. We was on food stamps for a while. <laughs> we was on Wick. I don't know if y'all know about Wick if you're watching, but Wick, they give these little, look like a little checkoff list. You get kick cereal. You get the juicy juice to kind of got to open it. So we go to these fine dining restaurants. I'm going to have at it. Even if I don't have it, I'm going to just hold it to see what it feel like. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Jimmy was ordering shit. He couldn't even pronounce, bro. You still do that? Yes. I do still do that. I like to order stuff just to have it. I have to really explain what Tate's talking about. So we would go to these dinners, man. Jimmy, every (laughs) time, wanted... They they would give Jimmy the menu, and he would just hand it back and say, yes, please. He got one of every fucking thing. It just... All of it hey. for desserts, for entrees, Dude. and and he would eat. I'm like Jimmy. He's like man, and he would get it to go. And then yeah. you know he's like man, you, you don't understand the way I grew up. And he lived in his car for a while. There for a while we would go to dinner. I have to be like Jimmy. You're not living in your car anymore. Bro. No, now you were on this bus, bro. <laughs> you used home. to kill me with that, and then you would eat it all too. I'd be hungry, bro. I was skinny back then, too. I needed some food. Man, oh, my God. Living in your car is rough, bro. It's hard on you. That was the catchphrase of Radio Tour. Jimmy, you're not living in your car anymore. And he's like, well. Pretty much living in the vehicle. It's just 12 of us on it. Full bus. (laughs) You know what makes my heart happy, bro? Like, you started this. Okay, I remember y'all in the conference room, right? And they wouldn't try to let me take my whole band out at first. And we were trash, too, music. (laughs) But I remember Jimmy from day one was like, man, this is my band. This is my family. Like they're not like th- these these people have been with me from now. They're gonna stay with me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of them. I'm gonna look after them, and I feel like you've really done that. And you guys are just are a family, man. And it yeah, felt man. like one out there. Yeah, we feel the same way about you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. I'm still in the family. Yeah, hell Always, yeah, man. Like even though you're not on the label anymore, bro. Like he kind of is. I bro. see BMG yeah, up BMG on the now. He back over there now. I see it. See now, think about this. You're actually doing BMG a favor now. Now you're, you're making the money instead of costing the money. So like, how much did I cost them, man? Now, a lot, Byron. <laughs> go get you some sushi cheap, on Byron. my card. Go get some sushi. Go get some sushi. Every like, night. Uh, listen, yeah. I'm running up the tap. Like, people was like, I had other artists tell me, Jimmy, be careful what you what you recoup. You know, you, you got to pay all that back. Okay, great. So the more I owe them, the more they're going to want me to stay so they can make it back. <laughs> so I'm going to run this tab, bro. Oh, you just gave me great advice. <laughs> I'm about to because, run it up. Because I, I, I have to worry about... They don't want to let, let, let you go $5 million in a hole. God. So run it up. You are... G- man, let's do another shot. I'm going to run my tab up right now, man. <laughs> hey, we never got to celebrate. Make me want to. Going number one. That's we, true. We, you want to do a shot? You want to do another? I'm going to do Tate don't one. do shots. Mm. So I'm going to keep it 100 yeah, with you. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Bro. Listen, listen. Tate is a sap. We in Japan, right? Talking to this lady... And she says they have a shot with a snake in it and a snake venom, right? So I ordered. I said, Tate going to do the shot. Tate was like, Jimmy, I'm not going to do it. I was like, yeah, you are. Shut up. Tate was like, I'm not going to do it. I said, you are going to do the shot. Shut up. Me, Josh, Seth, Sam, who else with it? Kevin? Yeah. We're all in Japan. I I get this shot. 
We all take the shot. I see Tate go just like this. Throws it over his shoulder. That shot was $25 a shot, by the way. <laughs> Were you pissed that he didn't give it to you to take? No, I was just, I was, more, I was more done. You, but the thing is, he told me he wasn't going to take like it. I like snakes. What am I going to drink hey, snakes listen, I'm snake piss for? That venom and that tequila. All I know, we were all feeling normal. Next thing I know, it got real hazy. This sounds like edibles. Real woozy. <laughs> Worse. Know, that venom boy, listen, it's got, it was a great feeling. I, I, I might leave here and go look for some snakes. Like, <laughs> I kind of want some. This sounds like edibles. <laughs> it was no, you don't want to do a shot, but I bet he would do some edibles. Uh, no sorry, comment. Mom. No comment. <laughs> hey, they're, they're, they're legal in California, recreational. Which we're not in California, but let's no. pretend we were for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you I'm about to get back into stand-up comedy? Okay, so you, you've told me you want to do comedy, or you've done comedy, you've messed with comedy a little bit. Did in bit. college. Um, it was fun. And I want to do it, man. I'm going to get back into it, but I'm going to kind of do it on my own pace, kind of where I... Why don't you let me take you to a couple open mics? Or I got a workroom in Long Beach. Yeah. I got Where I started, I started at this place called, Har- called Harvell's in Long Beach. Yeah. They do burlesque. And then they do comedy in between the burlesque. Which one do you do? He does the burlesque in between the comedy. I do both, thank you very much. Take the king of one-liners. Take like that old man at the family reunion has always got something to say, but they've not got nothing to say. As soon as everybody else starts talking, he jab him something. Take, but y'all brought S, oh, man. Oh, shit. But that's what I want to do. God, so, I miss you guys, man. This takes me bro. back to that bus tour, yeah, man. Yeah. God, I miss you guys. I want to do, so my plan is to do a 12-part comedy series, right? And each segment is a different category. And each segment is like two minutes. And I want to record each one of Sounds them. Sounds like it's Friday and night. just kind of ramble. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this comic over here. This asshole. Man. Man. <laughs> we need, bro, let's all three go on tour together. I told you. I feel like I'll be opening up no, for you. See, guys. I get too nervous. I don't listen. like being the star of anything. I like Except being like this podcast. No, listen, listen. <laughs> she she turned into the don't star let, of this don't podcast. Don't let Tate fool you, bro. One time, we was playing the show, and normally after I sing the last song, Underdogs, I walk off the stage. Right. This show, I walked off the stage and came back. We get on the bus. Tate said, "Jim, let me holler at you." I said, what? He said, hey, man, you know how you normally walk off the stage? Keep doing that. Don't come back on the stage. So why not? He said, because that's my moment. That's <laughs> like, listen, I swear to God. He was like, you take attention away from what I'm doing. You don't do that. <laughs> and he was, why do you get he to was, have a moment? He was so <laughs> serious, bro. Tate's got another moment. So now. What'd you say, though? Did you say? I was like, I. <laughs> you said don't come back on stage during my moment? Bro, he said I keep Did it real. Did you read the Tate, fucking banner behind Tate, you? Keep it up. What, is the, what does our banner have on it behind us? Slower, lower with all of us all of us on there. I'm oh, on okay. that one. Uh, I'm okay. on that one. Yo, take you 100, No, bro. I did this back bend thing, Tate, bro. I'm doing this Tate, back bend. I look up, this, Jimmy's signing Tate autographs. used to do this back bend thing where he would bend backwards, and his hair would just fall down, and people would go crazy. Tate also has another moment. During 21, after the song breaks down, before we go into the extended version of the song, Tate's, they're on the walkway, right, on the Brad Paisley tour. Everybody else comes back pretty fast, whatever. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm singing the low. The lights are low. Tate's coming back, clapping people's hands, giving away pics, signing babies. <laughs> Got to send love to the people, Tate, man. I know that feeling, though. Let me tell you a story. To have, so I know that feeling, but at least he lets you get your shine Heck on, yeah. man. So when That's I started I touring about. with the headliner that I tour with a lot, Willie Barcena, brilliant comic. I worked with him in radio. He started taking me out on tour. And when I finally started understanding comedy one night, I don't remember, I think we were in El Paso or something. I finally went up there and killed. Like, I had the 
crowd just roaring yeah. and like going crazy. And then he went up there and he's doing his thing and he's like, Byron, bring me a shot of tequila, right? And a beer. So I go up there and like I milk that stage time. Yeah, I went yeah, up there yeah, and yes. then he goes, Man, get the fuck off my stage. <laughs> He goes, look at he goes, and he goes, look at Byron coming up here all slow, had to be my tequila smiling at the crowd. Like, bro, if you're I was, feeling I wanted, yourself, like, bro, I wanted my moment. Yeah, and what I love though, see, having Tate on stage to have his moments where he hypes the crowd up, that brings it all back to me without me doing it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So when we go into that song, I want to get the crowd hyped. I don't ever want to be that guy. Come on, y'all, get hyped, get hyped. If you got a bigger crowd to get hyped. No, it ain't right. gonna happen. Right, 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 right. But you can let your band member do that. And I'm like, I see so many artists, country artists included, where they got their band in the back. You know what I mean? Way in the back. Or I know some guys that don't really, they got a new band because their band wasn't entertaining enough. I'm like, you a solo act. It's your job to entertain the crowd. Right. It's not the lights job. It's not the sound system job. It's not your band's job. It's your job. Your band is supposed to add to what you do. The lights are supposed to add to what you do. I you know love what I mean? that. Like you, I see so many people with different genres just boring, bro. And then they don't communicate with the crowd. So I'm trying to bring Byron out there. Uh, so I'm doing a headlining tour, you know, headlining next yeah. year. I want to get Byron out on a bunch of shows to be the opening act as comedy. Kind of like an opening act MC kind of thing. Do you sign off on that? I Absolutely. Can, yes, I, bro. I can host or like MC. You can host, MC. Do a little someone comedy. Really. I can bring you out to have your moment. Hey. Then Jimmy could come do some comedy exactly, with me. Exactly, Let's bro. do a comedy country show. Yeah, can yeah, we get too. a crowd hype? Can I get a crowd hype? Yeah, oh, You got to introduce us. And bro, I'll get them lathered up, Oh, son. yeah. You know, Byron makes a crowd. He gets some hype through his jokes. And see, Byron is able to play on people's emotions. Yeah. He makes him hype with his jokes. Then Byron makes him sad. You know what he does? How do I make him sad? He drops his pants. <laughs> you don't have to laugh that hard at that one, man. Now I need a new producer. That, man, that, hey, Jimmy, Jimmy just showed me the blueprint for why it's called Cage Free Conversation. So yeah, I'm so glad y'all joined me for my, my last podcast. Man, it's crazy. I love you so much, bro. <laughs> I love this man so much. Like Jimmy just Jimmy's just Jimmy and it's it's just so easy, man. I knew this was gonna be a blast. Me too, man. I'm glad you had me do it, man. And thank, all, you, thank you so all much. All jokes for aside, man, I'm super proud of you. I'm honored to call you a friend. I'm glad Likewise. we got two number ones Likewise. together. Super proud yeah. of you and, and honored to call you ready, a friend. Ready to see you on Saturday Night Live, bro. All right, so check it out. So they have hot they have Nashville hot chicken, all right? And then they have poltergeist hot. Is it hot? It's hot. Which one's which here, Peter? So this is Poltergeist. I have yet to have an artist take the Poltergeist challenge. Are you up for it? Are you up for it? Because I'm going to do it again. Do I it. do it every time. I ain't scared. So this is Poltergeist. Cheers. Let's try this. It's going to get you. It's not going to be bad at first. We're good, though, right? Ooh. Not hard, right? They call it Poltergeist. They call it Poltergeist for a reason. Oh, man. So you took it in all the sauce. I ate the I ate the dry side on purpose. I learned my lesson. That's bad, right? All right, listen, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Jimmy Allen, you're everywhere. You're you're doing big things. I'm so proud of you. I love you. You're just you're an amazing human being, and I'm so glad that that Thank you. fate allowed. <laughs> <laughs> they call it poltergeist, bro.
Yeah. You're the first one to accept that challenge. I'm the first idiot. <laughs> the first idiot. Bro, I've done it four times now. I think I'm getting used to it. Oh, yeah. Dip a pickle in that ranch. It'll help. It'll help. He just dropped that thing and ran. All right, bro. I love you. I Smell appreciate you too, man. This is fun. Yo, that's Thank hot. You. Thanks for coming out, man. Shout out to Potty Fuck. Potty Fuck. Was that a word? I don't know. <laughs>